0: Greg show WNBD, Greg and Dan Diorio. We have a news story that we just told a little bit ago. Our guests might have heard, not heard it, but uh, just a report came out from the Department of um, Urban Development that this last year homelessness is up an enormous number of people. Oh, an enormous no. number, up 12% from last year. And-,
1: and, and, and there are a lot of different reasons. I know in San Francisco and some of those places, drugs and alcohol have sure. to do it. I think a lot of it around here is that's a very small amount. I think it's just bills and people, medical and just things that pile up.
0: Well, Andy King has been running the Dream Center for how many years now, sir? Over twenty years. Man, that's crazy. Good to see you. Merry Christmas. Thank you.
2: Merry Christmas to you guys. Uh, is that reflect here locally as well? Homelessness up? It absolutely is. Um, I mean, it in the last year we've seen our numbers pretty much go up thirty to forty percent. Wow. Um, yeah, so like we would normally be around a 70 to 100 people in our shelter mm-hmm. every night, which is women and children predominantly. That's right. the demographic. And we're hitting 120 to 160 every night.
0: Now, Dan mentioned uh, San Francisco, a lot of drug use. What what is the reasons
2: that you see? The biggest biggest reason is um, you'll have a single mom with a few kids move to Peoria uh, for either a job Or a boyfriend. Okay. That she will come here. And when she gets here, one or both
0: fall apart. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So now, because she has moved to Peoria, the network that she had from where she was at is not here. So we become at the Dream Center that network to try and help that mom. It's the it's the worst day of their life when when people come into the dream center. It's the worst day of their life.
1: Oh. You know, I always say on a number of fronts, it's not the breakdown of the family as much as it's the breakdown in a extended family because well, yeah, when i network, grew up yeah. i mean we had you know had alcoholic this or uncles or cousins or whatever and and dysfunction in a family that's always been there yeah. but you always had cousins and aunts and uncles to pick you up and Absolutely. when you move here you're without that safety net
2: yeah yeah and so that's what we see day in day out how does one know
0: uh, That's us uh, focus on a woman the woman has got three little kids. She moved here for a boyfriend. It all fell apart. She lost her job. How did she get to you? How do you
2: normally find that woman, or does she find you? Most of the time, they find us. Right now in Peoria, we're the only emergency shelter for women and children, so there is nowhere else, right? Okay. So, do the police help with police that? Police help. I mean, we have a lot of uh, midnight to 6, 7 a.m. where the police are bringing people like they find them like we didn't know where to go. They, they get to us. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, right? it's yeah. heartbreaking.
1: And so when they do get to you, especially kids, uh, you know, they're pretty resilient. But after a couple of days, it's like, okay, are there toys? Are there games? Are there activities? Yeah. Is there, you know, you, they need to still learn and learn schooling. So do you provide all of that?
2: Yeah, so obviously the school district have a, a homeless division. So we have school buses coming to the Dream. I mean, literally we'll have 40 to 50 kids being picked up every day from the dream center to go to school school. so that part is taken care of but then part of what we do at the dream center is we then have after school programming so young kids all the way to 18 we can try and bring a bit of normalcy uh, to a, a child when it comes to homework, mm-hmm. uh, even learning different things. You know, we have a trade school, carpentry, motor mechanics, to teach these kids different ways out of poverty when they're older. But but that wraparound service we have at the Dream Center is really uh, crucial to help those students um, really – not go crazy i mean it it's, yeah. it's 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 really tough and then what about
0: mom how do we help her how i mean might, i really want to feel like help me with this yeah but i want to feel like that mom is just lost she's not a bad person right she's just a lost person she's here now in a town as you say yeah. but doesn't know a lot of people or maybe no one and so if she turns to you for help how what do we do for her
2: well, I mean, I can only go by what we we do, so, right? Yeah, yeah. And the biggest thing for us is with obviously we have caseworkers and and yeah. different people at the Dream Center, and it's just finding out what that lady or we have fathering dads as well, right? Sure, what sure. she's good at, what what where does she want to be? Is Peoria where she wants to be? If not, okay, then how do we get her back to where she came from? Does that happen? And that happens, and we have uh, people who donate. Just for that, so we can get people back wow. to where they need to get to, right? Um, but like yesterday, there was a mom that we helped. We've been helping her for m- many, many, many months, and it was a single mom with eight kids. Wow. And we were able to get a house. We worked with different other agencies like Phoenix and other agencies. Right. Um, you know, the great thing about Peoria is it, it's not territorial, Right. Um, There is a lot of organisations. We work very closely with Pure Rescue Ministries, with Phoenix, because we know we can't do it on our own. Right. Right. We can help and really meet a need, but then we don't do everything. Right, but if right. we can and help, like
1: Peoria Rescue, they have their own specialties because yeah. I think they deal a little bit more with men, yeah. And then and, and everyone else has their own little niche. Yeah, that, yeah.
0: think about the the, the analogy there, though the. the, the. A metaphor whatever it is of you can't do it alone neither can the person coming to ask for help right none of us can do any right. of this alone right. I can't do this alone Dan and I have to right. have each other we have to have Caleb we have to have this this company
2: yeah
0: uh, it doesn't but we sometimes and when we're judging other people I think we sometimes say well just do it well, just, yeah. well no, Pull yourself not, together. Yeah, yeah, get yourself together. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's done it to, uh, by yeah. themselves. Nobody. Yeah. And so uh, good for everybody in this community for doing all yeah. that. Uh, we're talking with Andy King of the Dream Center. Yes, sir.
1: Have you found, okay, we brag on this, um, but other people who have moved into town have said the same thing, that uh, this area prides itself on being per capita one of the most giving communities that they've ever been around. Have you found that?
2: absolutely i mean we wouldn't dream center wouldn't be around if uh, people didn't give generously i mean you know this time of the year for most nonprofits, it's it's a hard hard time as in for us for instance 30 percent of our yearly budget comes in december right right so it's one of those things where yeah we're always what white knuckling in december <laughs> but yet we always see people step in, and this area has been incredible. Yeah. It's wild. So
1: for people, some of these moms who want to stay, um, I mean, you kind of have to on the spot do a psychological evaluation. But if they really want to try, there's people needing workers. Yeah, are are you hooking them up?
2: Absolutely. We have a, a strong network of different organizations and businesses that are looking for people. Uh, work wise as well and you know we 're right next to the hospitals mm-hmm. uh, so there 's always different positions there, not just nurses you know right, right. Um, and so we you know there's there 's like two to three tiers that we have at the dream center yes, people are going to come into the homeless shelter that 's like the doorway into dream center world for that area, but then we have twenty one apartments within the within our building. That it, we know just because we've been doing this now for a long time that if we can transition one of those ladies into the village, we call it the village, those apartments, the 97% never go back to homelessness. Wow. That's our, that's stats. an unbelievable number. Yeah. And so our goal is to get them into the village because we know that the cycles can really be broken there. Yeah. Then, it, Then we're able then to go to, Different Because we don't charge anyone to be in those apartments, but we tell them, you know, okay, you, you're now earning well, you're doing good, it's time to move to an apartment right. or housing, that type of thing.
1: So what is it about the village, the, those apartments, is it in their minds, hey, we finally got a break, we got an opportunity, we actually have a roof over our heads we don't want to give this up and screw this up. Is that kind of the yeah. attitude? Yeah. And, and
2: independence, right? When you when you're in the shelter, you know, you know. I mean, this year alone, we we fed 157 thousand meals in our shelter and all the programs we do, but especially mm. the shelter, right? But we're telling everyone when they've got to eat, when they've got to go to bed. When they go to the village, it's a little bit more independent. Yes, we have caseworkers. Yes, we have curfew type of stuff. But we are definitely saying to them, we want you to succeed in life. Here's some tools of how you do that.
0: And the, the person you talked about earlier who's going to be moving to a home, um, uh, what – what uh,
2: monitoring will they have, or, or are they out on their own now? We completely? try. Our caseworkers try to keep in touch with those because obviously everyone isn't ready to just jump into a home. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, big deal. So our caseworkers are, are definitely there checking in, and other organisations as well. You okay. know, for instance, if it's through Phoenix, they're going to have people that will help. Right. Right. So it just varies on the individual because some people are like they're in they're in the village for three to six months and by three or four months they are ready it may yeah. be a single lady that doesn't have kids and she's ready to, to hit it. go yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So.
0: so so as you reflect on this 2023 year you, obviously the need is much greater yeah 30 percent in homelessness
2: um uh what are you most proud of what are you most proud of uh, i think for us our staff and the way that they've had to adapt with the crowds Mm -hmm. right i mean it's it's tough i mean the middle of summer we were hitting 150 plus every night for about four or five weeks which is so there's no breather you know normally there's like a family will leave and you get a little space yeah yeah yeah. but when you have say three or four families with five or six kids come in Mm -hmm. uh, all together so i think our staff have been huge this year and volunteers stepping up and helping as well
0: do people ever come back uh, uh they, they start out as somebody that you're serving yeah, I, I,
1: I, part wanted, of your team? yeah I wanted to know oh, that I mean, have, or, or uh, what are they um uh, salvation army uh major oh, heath calls them trophies the, of grace trophies of grace but mm-hmm. do you have people who are successful who come back to volunteer or just come back to say hi or help in whatever way
2: yeah so our the gal who runs our whole housing department is a gal who 25 26 years ago when it was the Y
0: yeah
2: um was living in her car with her two kids in the parking lot of the Dream Center oh my god she came in she went through the program and when the Y um the YWCA you know um closed and we took on the programs i asked her to stay and she was like i am done with nonprofits i don't want to because she lost everything cuz yeah. cuz she had retirement over the years sure. built up and she lost everything. I said, I need you for one month just to help. We haven't run a homeless shelter before. Yeah. And she's still there. And, and how long ago was that? 20 uh, years ago? She's, well, huh. we took it over about 16 years ago. 13, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, part. that part. Yeah. But then her son, who was four... <laughs> is now our second-in-charge guy over all our maintenance.
0: <laughs> That's cool. So so
2: we've got the two family That's members, cool. and we've had many others. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, huge success. And she, the beauty about those two around the Dream Center is when someone says, you don't know what it's like, yeah, okay. she can turn and say, yes. let me tell you. Because the hard thing is, the reality is, the average age in our homeless shelter is nine years of age. Yeah, so it's a young crowd. Yeah. So we want them to know that this isn't going to be what, what it is for the rest of their life. Well,
0: for on behalf of all of us, thank you for you and your staff doing all the things you do. Thank you. How can we help you?
2: I mean, this time of year, just really helping financially is a big thing. Go to the website? Yeah, website, dreamcenterpuri.org and there's a give button. Right. It's good to see you. Merry Christmas. Thank you, guys. Thank it's you. It's always for, a pleasure to talk
0: yeah. to you.